you know, if I, if I know I'm planning a, a long run on, mm-hmm. on Saturday morning or whatever, I've put a post in that says, give me a call. Here's my phone number. If you're out running, we can, we can run together for, for a mile or so. Wow. You know, if, if you're not keep me company for a mile or so, like, like whatever. And I've, I've gotten a bunch of text messages from that. And, and, a, and a few people that have called you, you build a community. Like I'm comfortable enough doing that. Like nobody, you know, has randomly called me other times. Podcast Junkies, episode 169. Welcome back, one and all, and welcome to the new listeners as well. I've been having some great conversations with folks who are just finding out about the podcast, a lot of them from Dave Jackson and the interview that he had with me on the School of Podcasting. The latest episode is out now, so check that out. He, quote unquote, cracks the code on my interview style, and that was a lot of fun to hear how he was analyzing how it is that I have these amazing conversations with guests and had some interesting takeaways. And it's always fun to hear someone talk about you and and have a conversation because uh, we, we, we did have a conversation as well. And then he had a, a post-mortem follow-up um, about our conversation. So it was all in all really interesting. Dave is a, a, a really a pro at what he does. That's why he's been doing this for so long. He is literally a podcasting veteran um, and he knows this stuff. So it was really an honor to finally make it on that show, having listened to that show when I first got started podcasting. Last week, we had a great conversation with Erica Mandy, host of The Newsworthy. A lot of good buzz on that as well. And Erica is just really a a bundle of joy, and and she really takes her her job seriously with what she's doing. All that journalism experience really pays off. And so that was a really fun journey to hear how she got to where she is with the show and why why it's doing so well. And it's not surprising once you hear the interview. It's really good. Episode uh, 168. This episode is a reunion of sorts. We welcome back Denny Crahey. Now, Denny was a guest on the show, checking here now, back in 2015. He was guest number 32, episode number 32, on February, released on February 15th. I'm sorry, February 17th. And it's really interesting because we've been friends for such a long time and been started around the same time with podcasting. And he's got a new book coming out, and we wanted to talk about that and just have a moment to catch up and sometimes... When we have a podcast, we think that we're going to be able to maintain these relationships over an extended period of time and, and continue to to circle back with friends. But when that doesn't happen, it's nice to have a podcast as a vehicle to have a, a nice face-to-face conversation with a friend of the show and a supporter of the show for the longest time. So it's, it's uh, great to catch up. We talk about the first time we had him on the show and seeing the progress of his work throughout the years we, we go back and we thought we talk about what was going on in his mind when he decided to start the show and how he's been able to build a client base through his podcast we discuss the idea of it taking time to see the results of your podcasting work and we're both a testament to that and how he's grown as an interviewer over the past three years and we touch on a couple of his memorable guests or episodes so this all in all it's a really nice chat with a good friend of the show denny crahey I touched upon this last week, but I'm starting a case study program, and I'm looking for a few specific people. It's really a small group of folks that I'm going to work on a podcast with. So really, if you're serious and ready to launch your podcast, if you're running a profitable business, if you have time to work on your show starting this month, and you have at least 300 people, give or take, on your email list, you are friendly and you are coachable, and you can keep a secret. Then reply to me via email harry at podcast junkies all you need to do is place it in the place the words case study in the uh, subject line or in the body 
and uh, I'll be in touch soon. So really looking forward. Uh, we just had a wave of folks go through recently, and they've had uh, a lot of results, uh, good results with the launch of their show, and I'm just looking forward to help the next round. Stay tuned to the end when we reveal this week's retention hashtag. And for those who don't know, it's a nice Easter egg at the end of an episode to see who's been paying attention. Shout out to all the folks who participate on Twitter every single time an episode goes live. But for now, enjoy my conversation with superfan Denny. My good friend, Denny Crahey, thank you so much for a return trip back on Podcast Junkies. Oh, man, Harry, it's it's uh, certainly a pleasure. And, and I'm in rarefied air now with uh, the, the return trip. There's only been a, a couple, if, I, if memory serves. I've been listening for long enough that I feel like I only heard the same voice a few times. <laughs> it was funny because I remember when I asked you uh, to come on the show, you're like, well, I just started my show. I don't know if I, you know, what we'd have to talk about. But it, it's in line with I've what I've continued to do week over week, uh, when I don't miss weeks, <laughs> week, over, week over week. And uh, just, I'm scratching my own itch in terms of curiosity about the podcasting world. And sometimes it's a, a 10 year veteran. And sometimes it's someone who's literally had six or seven episodes. So um, I think that that conversation, because we were friends back then fell in line. And you know, I was just getting started as well. So I wasn't on some high pedestal about like, mm-hmm. having uh, restrictions about who would be on uh, the show at that point yeah and and you know that's that's of, of what you're doing that's that's the beauty of it is that you can you can go all kinds of different directions and it all it all you know it, it all makes for good for good podcasting or a good conversation um as long as the person you're talking to can have a conversation i guess that's the one the one requirement yeah it's we always have an origin story and yours uh, and mine goes way back because the, I had to look up the episode as we were getting getting started. And you came on in February of 2015, which is three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I was just thinking about celebrating my fourth year anniversary in April. But, you know, that means there's conversations that I had that were like, you know, yours, yours was 32. And that was and that was three years. So we're, I'm pushing you know, I'm not, I'm going to be saying to people, oh, I spoke to you four years ago mm-hmm. and it's just wild. And cause we, you know, we started around the same time. So it's hard to look at progress and you can relate to this probably from running as well. It's hard to relate to, um, uh, to progress when you're looking back over days and weeks, but sometimes you need that, that window of the months and the years to really see how far you've come. I'm wondering if you feel the same way. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, it's it's you know it, it relates to so many different things running of course and and any type of professional in, endeavor any any project you're working on where it, it just feels like the the day to day like you're you're not making much progress or like where I was last week last month last quarter last year it's like God have I have I grown at all but then when you when you take just a step back to look at actually where you were you know as as anybody who's had a, a podcast for years knows if you go back and listen to something you did a couple years ago like you know, probably you hope at least that you've gotten a little bit better. Like maybe you're a little bit better as a, as a host, as a producer, whatever it is that you're doing. But then you go back and, and, and listen and you're like, well, God, like, was I really that bad then? And then if you've been around, (laughs) you know, like, like us three years, four years, you can go back way back and go, like, I can't believe I even put that out, but it's just part of the process of, you know, you've got to start and you've got to build upon it. And, and, you know, as long as you can be fairly consistent and, and keep, keep working, you're, you're, if you're, if you're trying to get better, you, you're probably going to be able to keep getting better. And, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely something I've, I've experienced in, in, uh, with, with my show. It's like, like I, I'll tell people jokingly, but not, 
not really always jokingly like yeah just don't go back and listen to the first 150 episodes because they're not good <laughs> you know like like not that the guest wasn't any good but i wasn't any good and that you know yeah. and, and you just continue to to try to get better and, and now i'm looking back at you know um the the first you know i'm at 500 and something 540 wow. 550 something like that um and and it's like you know i go back and look at episode 250 300 where i thought i was getting decent and and even now i'm like ah god like i still wasn't you know but it, you just continue to evolve and and hopefully hopefully grow there must be tons of analogies and i'm sure you use them with your clients and, and with folks that have been working with you about pu- it's essentially putting in the miles slash hours you know mm-hmm. use the appropriate metaphor and and have you found that to be the case as you start to work with people yeah, yeah, definitely. It's 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 all a process, and and like everybody does, and and it's it's in every I, at least I think it's probably in every industry, every every uh, endeavor. You know, you look at the people who are who have you know quote unquote made it, uh, who are who are where you're trying to be, and and you know you start to compare and, and go, oh God, like I'm not making it, I'm not making the progress, I'll never get to that level, like you know w- whatever you know w- whatever path that, that they're on, whatever whatever pedestal you've put them on. Um, and, and that attitude doesn't help you. It's, it's gotta be about doing, doing that work. You know, it's gotta be about going for the, the little runs. It's gotta be about publishing a, an episode when, when your schedule says you're going to do it, or when you've committed to do it, you know, it, it's posting the, the video to YouTube or, or interacting on social media. It's every little, little step matters. And, and, you know, you, you have, you have the choice every day to, to do, to do something, to take that next step, to move, move yourself incrementally forward that, that maybe doesn't feel like much, maybe, maybe in, in the short term isn't much, but you know, you pile that up episode after episode, tweet after tweet, you know, message after message. And, and pretty soon you're looking back to February of 2015 going, Holy <laughs> shit. Like we've, we've come along both of us. We've come a long way since then. Like can't, yeah. can't believe it's, it's, it's been so long, but can't believe it hasn't, it's, it's only been three years. It's, it's, it's yeah. crazy how that works. So shout out to uh, Chris Cerrone, who is our connector. I think mm-hmm. if, if I remember correctly, <laughs> it was, uh, where was the first place we actually met face-to-face? Was it at a podcast movement? Yeah. Yeah. That was the, the original. Um, the first one. Yeah. The first one in, in Dallas. Yeah. That was, that was our first, first, first handshake and hug was, was uh, in, at, at, uh, at that event. So shout out to Chris Cerrone um, and Lacey Shirley, who, uh, who connected us and w- still m- remain friends uh, with them to this day. Um, so it's been interesting, the journey for both of us, as, y- as you mentioned. And I, I want to just kind of like use that opportunity because we don't, a lot of times we don't get to just tease this out. Like three, the three years is a long time. So take listeners back to your thoughts about you know, what was going through your mind when you decided you wanted to start the show? What were you thinking, you know, in terms of like your format and who you were planning, you know, thinking of, of, of talking to at that point in time and try to put yourself in the shoes of the person you were, you know, three, three plus years ago. Yeah. So when, when I started the, the show, um, I had another podcast going at the time and I, I thought it was, it was like a solo, a solo show, kind of a health and fitness thing. Um, and I was doing, I think two episodes a week and I, I enjoyed it, but it was kind of one of those things where I was starting to almost run out of things to talk about, which, which sounds ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, when, when you're in, you know, kind of creating the, the script a couple times a week, every, every week, like it was, it was a lot and I was enjoying it, but I was, I was, you know, really starting to get into to running pretty seriously at that point. And I was just like, you know, I, I would love to do an interview show. Cause that's gotta be easy. Like, you know, just talk to people and, and no big sure. deal, have, have a quick hour conversation or 45 minute conversation and that's it. And just post it up. And, and, uh, you know, as everybody, everybody who has an interview show knows 
show knows, that's not uh, quite how the process works. It's it's every bit as involved, takes every bit as long uh, yeah. to, to do a, a you know front to back contacting guests and recording and lining up schedules and editing and, and uploading and all that stuff. It still takes forever. And so I, I had both shows going for about a month. And that was right about the same time that Podcast Movement was and right about the same time that uh, our, our daughter was born. So I became a father, mm. you know, started a second show, had all wow. this stuff going on um, and pretty pretty quickly decided that I was going to, you know, can can the other show stick with the running show and, and build that and and you know the plan i mean you know i'll be be honest why not be honest right like <laughs> you know the, the plan was to to you know have a couple of big 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 name guests right away yeah. blow up reach the top of the charts millions of downloads sponsor city you know like be a be a, another podcast millionaire you know in in what two months, three months, you know, whatever, not, not very long. And, um, obviously <laughs> that, that didn't quite happen. That's not exactly that's, that's not how it works. That's not exactly how it works. Yeah. There's, there's a bit more to, uh, making a, a business uh, that, that supports you out of your pod. You know, it's, it's doable, but it's not, it's not, uh, it's not the dream that sometimes you get sold or, or that is, is fabricated to make it sound like that's, that's the reality. It, it mm-hmm. can happen, but it's, you know, it's, as, as I've started to learn, you know, every overnight success is, you know, seven years, six years, pick your number of years, but it's, it's in the making. It, it takes a while to be, to, to do that. So, um, you know, back, back then, like I was, I was bright eyed and bushy tailed and thought that this was going to be the thing. And, and now it, it's starting to actually be the thing. Like it, yeah. it, it pretty much is, you know, the, 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 the thing that I'm doing for, for business the thing I'm doing professionally is, is pot. And then everything that comes off of the podcast, which is the other thing they don't tell you. It's, it's, you know, the podcast is this little sliver. Uh, maybe it's yep. the marketing arm, but there's a lot more that, that ends up going into to creating a, a business out of it. So, yeah, I mean, I was, I was just so, I don't want to say naive, but I was just so expected that everything was going to fall into place. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and it, it, uh, didn't, it wasn't quite the case, but that's probably a good thing because I certainly appreciate it now a lot more and, and appreciate the effort and, you know, start to, and I, I also still appreciate the, the new, the newcomers. Cause it's still, obviously it's still growing. There's still new people that, that, yep. that think that as soon as they launch their podcast, it's going to blow up and, and I hope it does for them, but you know, it's, it's also, uh, you know, kind of get that old man syndrome where you're like, oh yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember having those thoughts. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, I'll see you in a couple of years while you're still doing it, but but we'll see. You know, because all of the stats about pod fading and all that good stuff. Well, it's interesting because I, I love the fact that you have that perspective because as new newcomers enter podcasting, I think it's important to set expectations. And I, and I tell people, and I've heard people tell people outright, if you're starting a podcast to monetize it directly. Uh, good luck. It's it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. I mean, I'm 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 quite honest with people. I'm like, if that's your only strategy to try to get the downloads and to try to get the sponsors, I mean, I just work out rough math for them. I said, okay, let's say you get twenty thousand downloads, which any podcaster would be, you know, ecstatic about uh, <laughs> the CPM, which is cost per thousand, of roughly twenty dollars. By the time the sponsor gets paid, we're talking about two hundred dollars per episode. So maybe you do four, that's 800 bucks. I don't think anyone's going to be building a business making $800 a month off their podcast. So just think about it quickly. And that's what we just think about it like strategically. And, you know, that's what we do with clients. We just direct them to the call to action so that they can get, you know, build a following and and build a clients, which it seems like you started to do off your show. Yeah, certainly. And and that was um, something that I kind of maybe thought I knew I should be doing. But then when yeah. when going to podcast movement, the, the first one um, really kind of hammered at home that that, you know, 
yes, having the, the podcast and whatever little money you can make from sponsors or from, from whatever affiliates and things like that, which, which, you know, I mean, let's, it's like you said, it's not maybe money that's going to make you rich, but it's, it's kind of nice to get a, a check here and there, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, money, money shows up from Amazon every, every month from affiliate links that you've mentioned and put in the show notes and things like that. And, and you're like, wow, like it might only be a hundred bucks. It might only be 70 bucks, whatever, but it's, it's, it's something, but, but yeah, you know, using, using the podcast as, as a marketing tool and using that to, you know, have, have various call to act, various calls to action, join, you know, get this, get this guide, get this thing free, get on the mailing list. Um, and, and, you know, and then, and treat it and then treat that as, as a business and, and you're, you know, communicating regularly with, with your subscribers and, and, um, you know, trying to, to nurture those relationships, build, you know, I, it, it, I almost hate to say it, but it's, it's so true. Building that no like and trust thing. It just, it just rubs me the wrong way, even though it's, it's so true. And, and you just build those, those relationships and, and, um, you know, and then when people are, you know, they may not be ready to buy now yeah. when you kind of want them to buy, when you kind of need, need some, mm-hmm. need something to help with the bottom line. But when they are ready, you know, if, if they, if they know you, they've been listening to you three times a week or once a week or whatever your podcast is for, for a year or two years or whatever, they don't go looking elsewhere. They, they know what you offer. They know what your services are. And it's, it, it makes it almost a slam dunk. It's so interesting that you say that because I was listening to, I think it's called the Productize podcast. I was looking it up on Overcast here. Um, and it's really interesting because he was interviewing Steve D'Souza, who um, has got a couple of marketing books that uh, I probably should be reading because the way he was describing it and the way he was talking, I'm like, whoa, this guy knows exactly what he's talking about. It's the Productize podcast. And he said you should... Um, construct your marketing in a way that you're getting people to buy after the third contact with them, something along those lines. But in in a way, if you thought that you wanted someone to buy at the third touch point, you would think differently about what your first one was and about what your second one was so that you're not like, you know, hand extended out the first time you meet someone. Hey, my name is Harry. Can you buy my shit? (laughs) (laughs) Which so many people do. And I think I've, I've, I've learned to slow down that process. And it is the no like and trust. And a friend of mine, Katie Kremitzos, I think you, you know Katie mm-hmm. as well. She had uh, Dana Malstaff on her show and she was talking about no love and trust. So yeah. <laughs> it even like that even deeper level, which I, which resonated with me a lot. But I, I think it's really important. And I think, you know, I, I keep using the metaphors that are so apropos in, in, in fitness and running, but just it's more about the journey and really deciding if you want, are you in this for the long term, mm-hmm. I think is really what what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, you know, unless unless you're coming into it with some name recognition, you know, like Tim Ferriss launched his show, whatever it was, a couple of years ago, and and like it was immediately monetized for whatever with, with thousands of downloads. But that's because millions, yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's because who he was, and and exactly. most most people aren't going to start their podcast at that level, and and you know, you could get to that level, but it's going to take some time. It's going to take some work. You're definitely going to have to be in it, like you said, for the long haul. There's there's no you know, there's no shortcuts. There's, you know, and we all try, we all look for the, the hacks or ways to, to systemize, systematize something or automate something. And, and those things help a little bit, but there, there's no substitute for showing up, yeah, press and record, scheduling your interviews or doing your solo shows, whatever it is, scripting your, your, your narrative podcast, whatever it is, you just have to show up and keep, keep doing it. And, and, you know, if it's just for fun and it's a passion project, great. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process. If you're looking to build something out of it, make a, make a business, make a livelihood out of it. Great. Show up, do the work, you know, and, and, and trust that you'll get there, but it's probably not going to be as, as quickly as 
you think even even if yeah. you're trying to be realistic and saying oh it'll take it'll take a a year or two like it might but it also <laughs> might take four five six years just because that's that you know you, you just never know and, and you just got to keep keep being consistent it's interesting because we're we are at a unique time and what's happening with podcasts moving into the public view. Um, I know Rob Walsh hates to say that uh, we're going through a renaissance. He's like, how many renaissances are we going through? But this one, I think, I mean, only having experienced four years of it myself, it seems different because of like things like uh, the startup podcast going to TV and lore, you know, being a TV show and like these, these shows are getting a lot of visibility and I'm hearing more and more discussions with people who are like actively trying to pitch podcasts to the people who normally would review TV pilots. And so it's interesting because I mean, your show, I could totally see being on TV, you know, like uh, my show, I would love to have it on TV. And I think we, I think we got in at a good time because it's like, we have the track record and I think there's just some tweaking that would be involved, but I think there's going to be more and more when, you know, all these services pop up for podcasters. I I got a feeling there's going to be someone actively being, uh, uh, the service that pitches studios on podcasts, you know, because those those roles exist in like Gimlet and stuff like that. But I think I think someone's going to come out of one of those um, shops and say, you know what, I'm just going to work with podcasters. Yeah, I mean, who, who knows? Like, like I mean, yeah. I, I'm not as uh, as ear to the ground about all the the cutting edge podcast stuff as you are, since since my my show, my niche is much more running related, and and yeah. we're still, you know, our our our, our community. Is, is certainly coming around to it, but it's 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 we're behind the curve when it comes mm-hmm. to you know the, the 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 latest and greatest in the in the podcasting, which is is good for me now because I am more established and and that, mm-hmm. that helps. But obviously, there's also a lot more shows coming in. But yeah, I mean, who who knows? Who like like the the future is is certainly uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, like who would have thought? I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe you would have thought. Maybe maybe we would have dreamed about it. But you know, four years ago, five years ago, like you know just where it is now with it being yeah. so as 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 mainstream it is but then on the on the flip side of that you also have to to take into account that we're kind of in in the bubble so it, it you know it, it seems <laughs> more i don't want to say more popular but it seems more more popular than, than maybe it, it is because i don't know about you but i still run into people all the time that that it's like what do you do and i'm like oh, oh yeah. you know I, I host a podcast and uh they're like what and, and you got to go back to the, you know, it's, it's a on-demand radio or whatever, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. you want to, however you want to an- analogize it, but there's still so many people that don't know. So I, I think we might still be at a, at a renaissance, but you know, there still could be a few more, sorry, Rob, but there still could be a few more coming because as more and more people get exposed to it and, and, you know, we've all heard of the, the apps that'll be in the phone or in the, in the cars eventually and, yeah. and things like that, that, that'll make it even more mainstream, more easily accessible. Um, you know, I, I definitely am, am still bullish on it and think it's going to continue to grow um, and, and can't wait to see how things change. And, and yeah, if anybody wants to, me to, to have some type of show with with interviewing runners and stuff, like let's yeah, let's saddle up. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> let's put that. I always like put intentions out to the universe on the show. So let's talk a little bit about your three year journey, because there's got to be a lot of lessons learned. And so one of the first things I want to know is how have you grown as an interviewer over the past three years? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I mean, I, I was probably like a lot of people in, in the early stages of having, you know, my list of, of questions of whatever it was going to be, 10 questions, 12 questions. Um, and, and, you know, you'd a- ask the first. And, and I mean, we've heard this this story on and any anybody who's been podcasting for a while mm-hmm. and, and had, you know, I asked the question and, and before they could almost finish the answer, I'd be asking this the second question and, and having no no worry about 
you know, what was said or following up or things me, like that. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all about, I did all this work to look at, check. I did all the background. I know all your little secrets. Let me, let me talk about them all. Let me show off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and, and now, I mean, I, I, I recorded an episode yesterday where I think I had three bullet points for, for talking points and that was it. You know, it's, it's, I've certainly become a much more, a much better listener. At least I hope I've become a better listener and, and able to, to listen to what they're saying and, mm-hmm. um, you know, try to, you, a lot of times I'll, I'll ask a question, you know, I, 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 have, I, the first question I, or the first, the opening question is the only scripted question I have. And it's, it's the same, for some reason, it was the same question I asked in episode one too. So nice. I've, I've legitimately stuck with it the whole way through, but it's just, what is your favorite distance to race and why? And it's, it just, you know, there's so many different distances from 5Ks to marathons to, you know, 100 mile races that have had all of the answers at, at various points. But there's always, almost always, I better not say always, cause there'll be that one time that it wasn't the case, but almost always in that answer, there's like five things that I would love to follow up on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I've, I've learned to not try to follow up on all five, but pick one yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and follow that, that, that trail and see where it takes us. And sometimes it'll bring us back to one of the other things I wanted to follow up on. And, and sometimes it'll take me to, to three or four other places and I'll, pick one of those things, you know, but, but just listening to, to the, the guests, listening to the person you're, you're having a conversation with, hopefully making them feel more comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. you know, again, at the beginning, I don't know, I don't know that I was comfortable at the, at the beginning. So I don't know how I could make the, the guest feel comfortable, yeah. but, but now, you know, really, especially, you know, you could, you know, a lot of us will have a little bit of a chat before we start the, the official recording and, and, you know, just kind of asking questions and things like that. And you can kind of tell if they're, if they're, ready to go if they're a little bit nervous whatever and just really mm-hmm. like hey you know i've i've done this a few times like yeah. you know you just you just you know i'm not i'm not out to ask you any get your questions like take take your time and you know we'll, we'll talk it's just a conversation it's me and you and and just really try to to be better at at com- converse convert conversating con- conversing Conver- whatever i'm conversing. trying to say. <laughs> having a conversation um yeah, yeah. but but really make it feel as natural as possible and and um, I like to think that I was that way from the beginning, but like I said earlier, you go back and listen to the first 150 episodes. I wasn't that way, you know, and yeah. I've, I've certainly learned and, and gotten better over time at really trying to make the guest as comfortable as possible and, and really listening to what they're saying, which helps them to want to tell a good story because they know you're listening and that you're going to, well, wait a second, like, what was that little bit? Like, let's go back mm-hmm. to that little bit and, and, and flesh that out a little bit more. Um, and it's, it just makes, I think it makes for a better podcast and it makes for a better conversation. That's ultimately the goal. Yeah, it's interesting. And I found that it colors for me the way I have real world conversations as well, because I almost like, you know, those skills come in handy, being a listener, being comfortable with silence. I know a lot of times <laughs> we get nervous as as podcast hosts asking questions um, and then not getting the immediate answer and then just rushing to the next one. But one of those things I've learned to do, and that's why the video for me comes in handy, because I can see when someone is actually thinking through an answer as opposed to like, are you still there? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I've used, I think, video for probably, you know, 160 of the 162, just because it just makes more sense for me. And shout out to the the folks at Squadcast. We're testing out their new platform today, so uh, hopefully everything goes well as as I think it should. Uh, so it's exciting. All these new technologies coming coming on board to make um, to almost like let the technology get out of the way because you know it, you probably see it more. I'm, I have the luxury of speaking to podcasters mm-hmm. who have nice mics <laughs> nine times out of ten, and so I, I started off on the right foot, and I didn't go through a lot of what my peers <laughs> went through because you're talking to people who you know. Or screaming into their laptop, maybe <laughs> I don't know. So you know, has that has that been a bit of a challenge for you, just getting people acclimated to the tech? 
Yeah, um, you know, and, and certainly some some folks are are more tech savvy and, and have have more experience or more more uh, you know just just have have a microphone or whatever on, on hand. And and you know, so so that has definitely been a bit of a. There, there's times that that's a little bit of a struggle. There's times that you know we've had to to kind of either press pause because there's something crazy going on in the in the in the background and it's it's yeah. you know I, I don't try to to make it perfect i'm not worried about having a little bit of a, of noise but like when it's almost like you can't hear the person it's like all right we got it we've got to pause this for a second while the the lawnmower mm-hmm. goes by or, or whatever it is yeah. um you know so, so there's definitely some of that there and there's definitely um been cases of you know somebody's got their maybe it's their laptop maybe it's their phone whatever it is you know hooked up to skype and, and they're talking on it but they don't realize that like they set the coffee cup down on the table that the, that the and, and it, it sounds like you set it right on top of the microphone, you know? And it's, it's just like, like, I don't get too bent yeah. out of shape about that. I, I don't, yeah. as long as it's not overwhelming, as long as it's not, um, you know, just, just totally distracting. But yeah, for, for me, that's, that's been something that has been something that I've just had to let go of and not mm. worry about making it absolutely, you know, the, the, the most pristine quality, obviously quality still is, is important. And we try to try to do the best we can, but, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people that, you know, a lot of times, maybe not a lot of times, but, but more often, I don't know, whatever I'm trying to say, it's not uncommon for it to be somebody's first time yeah. using Skype and first time doing a podcast, certainly first time using, doing a podcast interview and mm-hmm. they have no idea what they're getting into. And so I'm not asking, you know, I'm not asking them to buy a, a microphone or, I mean, if, if they want to, great. You know, I, I think I have that on my, my, uh, you know, automated reminder thing or whatever. And the information when you sign up is if you want to get a microphone, that's great. But if not, you know, as long as we're in a quiet room. Mm-hmm. please have some headphones they can be you know I, I still just use the apple headphones like i'm not fancy with that like it's just enough to make sure there's no feedback from from whatever speakers you have into your microphones there's no no, no yeah. echo and we're good if it's a quiet room and you got some some iphone or whatever phone headphones we're, we're good and so i try to keep the barrier to entry as low as possible but yeah some of these these opportunities and and you know just from from playing with squad with squadcast now just in in, in the last you know 25 minutes this is kind of nice and certainly is, is one less thing to have to worry about when it, when it comes yeah. to reaching out to people about, well, I don't know about the technology. Hey, all, as long as you got a browser, as long, yeah. as, long as you've just got show up, running, just show, just up, show and up and we're good. And a decent internet connection, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, uh, t- so with 500 plus episodes in the can, there's gotta be some memorable ones. And I'm wondering if there's people that you wouldn't have even imagined having on your show when you first started, who you've had a chance to talk to. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's, there's certainly, there's, there's, you know, probably, and I hate to say this, but there's probably more memorable episodes that I've forgotten than that I can just remember off the top of my top of my head. But there's, there's been some good ones. There's, there's been times and and what I love doing now. And and again, this goes back to the question earlier about being more comfortable and not worrying about scripting everything out. Like I I script the intro still just so I can make sure I hit any, any big highlights and and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but once, once we started the conversation, it's all, all organic. And there's, I, there's so many times that somebody will say something, like, wait a second, you know, like I had no idea that you did X, Y, and Z or that, that oh, you, yeah. you know, that this happened. So like it, it takes it way off track of where I expected it to go. Um, and so those, those episodes are always something that I really, really enjoy just because, you know, like I, I get the idea and I've heard this on, on lots of, of episodes about interviewing of, of knowing your guest as well as possible so that you, you know, you kind of know where, but I, I like being surprised, you know, yeah, I, 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 I like having a, a little bit of background and having some ideas so that, you know, if, if the conversation gets to one of those spots where it stalls a little bit, like, all right, well, let's shift gears and talk about, you know, this thing and, and then, you know, see how it takes off. But I love when, when things just 
come out of nowhere and I'm like, wait a minute, you, you, you ran Boston the year of the bombing. Like, what was that like? Or you ran Boston the year after the bombing. Like how, how was that? Or you ran Boston 20 years ago and now you went back and ran it two years ago, which, you know, 20 years ago, Boston was still a, like a, an impressive marathon, but it, it wasn't on TV. It wasn't the hype that it is now in, in the running community, at least. So like, let's compare 20 years ago to your experience now, or you've been mm. running for 40 years. Like, like wow. what was running like in the seventies? Like what, like I have no idea what I wasn't even alive in the, in, in the seventies. In the what was the running community like back then? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, sometimes you kind of know that they've maybe been running for a while, but you have no idea that, oh yeah, I ran my first marathon in, in 1972. And then I didn't run again until 2015. Well, all right, well, hold on. Like what? A lot has changed since Yeah. Then. Let's, let's, let's dive into that. So I love those types of, of things. Um, and then as, as for the people that I've, I've really wanted to have to, to interview and, and, um, you know, have I been able to, um, when I started the show and I think, I can't remember, I'd have to look at the dates, but I think we were, might've had one of them when we, when we did the first episode, but I had, I had two Peters that I wanted to interview when mm-hmm. I started. And one was, was Peter Sagel who hosts the NPR wait, wait, don't tell me show. Okay. Um, and, and he's a, he's a, a pretty well-known runner. He, he's, um, he's, he's like a three thirty marathon or so, which is, which is still a bit oh. faster than me. So he's, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's good at, at running. Um, and then Peter Shankman, who's an entrepreneur, business owner, oh, yeah. and also a, a triathlete runner whatever. And, I, it was a while back. It was, like I said, maybe around the, the same time that we, that we chatted three years ago that I, I did, I did have a, a chance to interview, uh, Peter Shankman, uh, Peter Sagel still isn't, uh, returning my calls, but we're still, we're still knocking on the door, you know, it's, we're episode 500 now, you know, episode five, five fifty now, like, like, yeah. come on. And whenever, whenever you're ready, whenever, it, whenever it works out, we'll, we'll be happy to have you. Have you take, taken a look at the LinkedIn connections? Maybe you're only, you know, one connection away from. <laughs> I, I should. And I actually, I, I, I know because he's, he's written, um, I don't know if he, if he writes regularly, but he's written columns for runner's world before. And I've had a lot of folks that have, have oh, connections yeah. at runner's world. So I'm probably not as far away from him as possible as, as I think. Um, but I've done, you know, like for people that listen to, to wait, wait, like they do a, a limerick section on, on okay. every, every episode, kind of like a current event news type of thing that, that has a, a limerick to it. Um, so I've done, I've done, I've tweeted limericks to him before, um, you know, j- tried to yeah. try to tweet things that, that would hopefully be funny enough or something that would catch his attention and just, I, I think what you should do is, and this is a nice segue cause I want to talk about your community, but, um, I think, uh, having, if you, if you sort of put something out within your community and say, Hey, I'm trying to reach Peter, let's all tweet at him one day and say, Hey, it's, it's time for you to be on this runs. And, <laughs> and he got tagged like in 20, 30, 40, 50 tweets. He'd be like, "Whoa, who's this Des Runs, and why does he have such a big community, and why are they just why are they champions of him?" That might be something you can try. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll jump on there as well. Let me know, and I'll uh, <laughs> I'll, right. I'll, I'll well, put some weight behind that. Yeah, that would be that, that. That might be the way to do it. Just make a big enough yeah. splash that it can't can't continue to even even if it's just like, dude, no thanks, I don't do podcast interviews. At yeah. least then I, yeah. you know, at least then you have an answer, and, and you can yeah. move on. But yeah, okay, okay. I'll, I'll try back in a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going. I'm clearly not going anywhere. So. <laughs> talk, let's talk about the community because you know over the time, not just the listeners, the people you've be, that have begun to start working with you as well. Can can you talk a little bit about the genesis and the growth of that? Yeah, I mean it's 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 great, and um, you know as as I, I can remember the days of you know putting putting episodes out and wondering i mean you, you kind of know that people are listening because you can see the you can see the numbers on on you know libsyn or, or whatever you use to track your, your your data um but it's like you know you begging hey anybody you want to you want to <laughs> shoot me shoot me a tweet shoot me an email um say hello send a smoke yeah. signal like wh- whatever whatever your exactly. best communication is please let me know you're listening 
and and I still do that, and I still don't get much feedback from the episodes per se. But yeah, you know, starting a starting a Facebook group, which has been going for a few years, I guess. But but really, like in the last year, year and a half, I've I've really made that a priority of of just interacting every day, posting stuff up, you know, making sure to obviously comment and and mm-hmm. likes and and anything that, that other people are sharing, making sure that 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 doesn't go unnoticed, you know, and really kind of have built it into, into a pretty good, pretty good community. It's, it's, and it's, it's cool. Like, you know, to, to, to the point where I've, I've done this a few times and I've had a, a few people take me up on it, although not, not as many as I had hoped, but you know, if I, if I know I'm planning a, a long run on, mm-hmm. on Saturday morning or whatever, I've put a post in that says, give me a call. Here's my phone number. If you're out running, we can we can run together for for a mile or so. Wow. You know, if, if you're not, keep me company for a mile or so. Like like whatever. And I've I've gotten a bunch of text messages from that, and and a, and a few people that have called. You, you build a community. Like I'm comfortable enough doing that. Like nobody you know has randomly called me other times. It's just like <laughs> like they just know. Like all right, yeah. here's here's you know he's out this morning. I, I'll tell him about what time I should. I, I'll probably be done. You know at at nine o'clock Eastern time. So do the math on your time zone. And if it's before then, give me a call. If I don't answer, that means I'm talking to somebody else. Yeah. Um, so call back in 10 minutes and, and you know, I'll, I'll answer then. And, and if not, no worries. And so, you know, it's, it's having that, that community, having a, a group that, that, you know, is, is open to that. Like we do, a, I do a, a live stream every week. So there's, you know, just, just interaction there. And, and I even encourage them to troll me while, while I'm doing the live stream so that they're cracking jokes and I'm responding and we're, we're hanging out and shooting the breeze and usually do like a top five, like a, a five you know, it's, it's Friday five. So it's, you know, kind of a, a top five, yeah. this, that, or the other. Oh, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's running related. Sometimes it's, um, you know, favorite movies, favorite episodes of Seinfeld. I mean, whatever, just something, something fun, usually kind of a, a low key thing to do. Um, but just to, to build that up. And, and the more that I've poured into it, the more that I've, you know, dedicated some time and effort to it, then the more that the group starts to interact with each other. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's that yep. weird dichotomy of the more, the more I do, the less I have to do, but I don't yeah. want to pull back because I don't want to lose that momentum. So, yeah, exactly. um, you know, I, I keep, I keep doing it, but it's, it's really has, you know, taken on, you know, and like any group, there's, there's a handful of people that you can pretty much rely on. They're going to post at least once a week, probably. Yeah. And there's a, there's a handful that are going to reply to everybody's everything. And then there's a bunch that just lurk and that's, and that's cool too. But yeah, it's, it's been great. And just, you know, the relationships, I, you know, I had people that came down, to run Disney, the, the Disney marathon. And so it's like, all right, I, I'll go spectate. Like I'm not running, but it's, it's close enough. I'll just drive yeah, yeah. over there in the morning and, and watch and you know, they run by and say hi. And, and, you know, just, just to, to add that extra connection point and deepen that relationship. But you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. Like I don't, I don't care that much for Facebook, but God, I love that Facebook group. You know, like, like that's, that's what I check Facebook for. And if, if there's yeah, nothing going on exactly. in the group or after I've replied to everybody in the group, I'm like, I'm off. Like I, I don't, that's I don't hard. scroll through my newsfeed. I don't, I don't really care that much, but, but let me check out my group and see how my people are doing. That's some discipline because it's a bit of a rabbit hole. And, and I know that they've created tools that blocks the feed while you're in there. And I'm just like you, I'm using it a lot for business. I've got the mastermind that I'm a part of. I've got my own group. Um, but I think, you, so you dropped your phone number into the actual group, your actual phone number into the group. Mm-hmm. That says a lot to the, the community and the level of trust you have with the people in there. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, like I, like I said, it, it, nobody's, I guess there's always that, that room for a bad apple to crop up at some point, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I'll, I'll get three or four text messages and I have no idea who they're from. Cause like they, they don't necessarily say who, who they, who they are. And, and uh, more, more often than not, like I, yeah, you know, I, I know that I know their, their Facebook avatar and, and that's it. Um, but they're just like, Hey, hope you had a great run this morning. Like I've got, I've got six miles on my calendar today and it's like, all right, cool. Like then I'll text back, you know, hope, hope your run was great too. And then, and then that's it. Like there's no, continual back and forth but it's just it's just yeah give me a call today i'm i'm 
out and just cruising and I'm not, not in any rush, not in any hurry. So I'll yeah. be able to talk and, and while I'm still running and, and, uh, you know, if you, if you want a free coaching call, call this morning, you know, like, like you got to get up early cause I'm going to be out there, you know, early too, yeah. but I'm talking to runners. So most of them aren't, aren't, uh, familiar with the idea of sleeping in. It's, it's get your run in before the rest of life goes on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, like I said, I've, I've had, I think three, I've done it three times. I think one time nobody called, but then two times I had one person call one time and, and a couple of people called the other time. Um, so I've had, you know, just, and, and what a way to, to connect and, and, you know, like, like, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm so-and-so from the Facebook. I'm like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Like, what are you, yeah. what are you up to this? And, and you know, we talk for 15, 20 minutes and so cool. all right, well, I'll let you get back to your run. All right. I'll let you get back to your run. And it just, you know, it's, it's a really cool. And I don't know where I thought of that idea, but I was just like, you know what? Why not? It's so like, smart because it's something that uh, just works in well with what you are, what the brand is. I mean, it's the running, um, you know, there's so many different ways the listener can like, I'm, I'm speaking to the listener directly now. Like you need to like think about what Denny just said and just say, how can I apply this to my show? I'm a big fan of Facebook groups. I'm running uh, the one that's um, uh, podcast junkies, junkies, which is for the show. And then um, podcasting for thought leaders, which is for the business side. Um, what's the name of your group in case anyone wants to join? Uh, it's the Diz Runs tribe. If you just okay. search Diz Runs, it'll, it's, the, it's the group. So the other thing you've been um, working on is, is a book. From from what I understand, and the look on your face is <laughs> yes. the emphasis on works on. So let's talk a little bit about that now. Yeah. So um, you know, I I started this book writing project in November of 2016, and here we are, you know, recording this in in March of 2018, and and I had anticipated being finished with the book spring ish of 2017. So, you know, April, May, something like that was when I was, when I was, I was finished writing it in like February, March of, yeah. of last year. Um, so I, I, you know, I did the, I, I was stupid. I didn't know any better. And, and, um, I was, I was working with somebody who was kind of helping with the process, but it wasn't, it wasn't like direct coaching. It was like, all right, once, once you get to this point, let me know and we'll, we'll get you to the next part or whatever. And, uh, and so I was like, all right, well, I'm done writing this thing. Like, you know, it's getting, getting to be edited and, and all that good stuff. So, um, you know, what, what's, what should that take? You know, six weeks, maybe eight weeks, something like that. And it should, it should be good to go. And it probably could have been good to go at that point if I would have known all the other things that needed to be done. So I started, you know, putting out the, in the emails and in the group and in the, in the, um, uh, you know, advertising myself on the podcast, like, Hey, the book is coming. Here's what the book is. I read like the first chapter yeah. and, uh, you know, it was, it was all taking pre-orders for the book and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, then it was like, oh, I need to still do this and, and I need to do that. And the person who was going to do the cover for me was having some, some issues. And it was like, it was a friend. So I couldn't necessarily just fire her, but it was, I was like, I was, I was trying to give her the outs of like, Hey, if this is too, if this is too much on your plate right now, she's a designer. So it's not like it was outside of her wheelhouse, but it was like, yeah, yeah. if this is too much for you, just let me know. I've got other contacts. I can, I can, if you know somebody, give me a recommendation. I'll, I'll use them. Like what, you know, um, so that drug on longer than it should have before I was just like, all right, I'm like, I have to do something else. And so it was just all these little things that kept kicking the can down the road. And then, you know, I mean, I'm trying to do as, as, as I didn't want to cut any corners. I wanted to do it right. But at the same time, you know, I don't just have money to just throw out to, to, uh, you know, to, to ex like I got to do a lot of it myself too. Yeah. So, um, while, while maintaining the podcast, while still coaching, while, while doing this, while doing while that running, while running. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so, so long, long, long story. Uh, but, but finally, um, have gotten to the point where it's done. It's, nice. it's finished. 
um you know i wish i wish i was one of those podcasters that had like the mixed board of sound effects because i would (laughs) feel like i need like a trumpet (laughs) yeah it's uh you know and and like i said it's it's taken longer than it should have but it's it's certainly been a a learning experience certainly been a been a um a good experience and, and something that, you know, it's not like I'm going to be, I, I already have a couple of plans of, of a couple of other books that, that can and, and will be written, but it certainly learned, you know, a don't start promoting it until like, t- till the, the ink on the printed copy is pretty yeah, much dry, exactly. you know, wait, wait until it's really ready before you start. Cause I, and, and for the most part, you know, and, and I'll, you know, thank everybody who's, who's pre pre-ordered. I think I sold 60 copies or so, but I realized in fairly short order, that was about three weeks worth of promoting it that mm-hmm. like i need to stop pushing this because it's not ready to be done yet and, and like it's not it's not gonna be i was you know at that point i'm, I'm like had already promised it was gonna be out in about two more weeks and i was like yeah that's not gonna happen so i stopped really pushing it but of of those 60 people or so plus or minus that 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 ordered it i think i've had one or two people that were like yeah this is waited waited too long like i want my refund and so you know you refund them whatever okay. but but almost everybody and i've tried to keep them updated like hey i apologize and, and whatnot uh, i sent the digital digital draft out a while back like okay. here's here's the digital like if because it's a, it's a it's a book about how to create your own training plan for a race so like yeah. people bought it in theory thinking that hey i'm gonna i'm gonna run this race in in six months or eight months or whatever so i'm gonna get this book to help me train for it and and I didn't have a book to give them. So here's the, here's the manuscript. Here's, here's everything that's, you know, there's still some edits that need to be made, but it's going to be, you know, insert comma, delete, delete semicolon, that type of thing. So the, yeah. the content is there um, and, and tried to keep them happy that way. And, and, but I'm just, you know, as we're recording this, it's, it's about nine days before the official button gets pushed on Amazon. And, and uh, I just, I can't wait to, to get it in people's hands and hear what they think. And, and uh, you know, just, just be able to, to officially say that, the book is finished and, yes. and you know, the, the promotion continues and the work, uh, the work on selling it continues. But, uh, but just to, to cross that, like, I mean, it's been hanging over my head for sure. at least a year, you know, if not, if you want to go back to when I started it, you know, 16 months or, or 17 months, it's just like, Oh, to just finally get that off my shoulders is going to be, well, I mean, that's, congratulations. I mean, that's a super huge milestone, especially for entrepreneurs and knowing a lot, you know, a lot of people that we know in this, in this business and a lot of people put out books and I don't think anyone understands like how much work it is, regardless of how big the book is or how long it is. I think the fact that you get it out the door, mine is about still halfway done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, and I, I, I overthink it cause I'm a, a, a bit of a control freak. So I'm like OCD and I'm, I think it'll never be perfect. And I think that's what, you know, to your point, what you were alluding to, but um, the good thing is, by the time this episode goes live, um, it'll definitely be in the Amazon store. So, what's the the names they should search for so they can get their copy? It is "Be Ready on Race Day." Uh, okay. Just it's all about preparing for for a race. And if you want to know a little bit more about it, the the link is bereadyonracedaycom You can get the sample chapters and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be on Amazon and and one click, one click it, baby. Put that in the cart and and let's rock and roll. (laughs) We'll definitely have that in the show notes. Uh, And uh, if you are listening to this and you and you downloaded it um, and you get the book, uh, let me know so we can let uh, Denny know that, uh, you know, I think when it comes to these things, like it is with our first podcast, we want to know, like if one person is listening and with the book, you know, we want to learn, you know, all we, I'm sure you're voraciously going to be looking at those Amazon reviews <laughs> and just anything that's any indication that people are consuming it and what their feedback is. Cause with all this content we, we, we put out there as creators at the end of the day, like 
we need, I don't know if it's validation, but I just, we just, we need to know that it's resonating with someone. And I think that's really important for us. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly a blessing and a curse scenario. Like I've gotten, I've gotten pretty, pretty good at, at, at most checking my stats once a day. And even, yeah. even then I probably only check them every couple, like I check them when I upload my next, my next episode. So whenever, you know, I, I whenever I'm uploading an episode, like that's when I'll check and see how things are going. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think there's, there's a bit of validation and also it's just like, if I'm going to keep doing this work, like mm-hmm. I think I, I know I've said, and, and I'm sure I'm not the first person that said, you know, oh, I'd keep doing the show even if nobody was listening. And, and I like to think that I would, yeah. but damn, it sure feels good to know that people are listening. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, it's, it, it sure helps on the days that maybe you, you're not feeling it, that you don't yeah. want to put your, your podcasting voice on to record a solo show or to, mm-hmm. to do an interview or, or whatever, even though I love those things. And I, I, I feel, I feel good after I'm done with, with an interview, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, but, but there's times going into it that I'm like, God, please just, could they maybe cancel today? Like, can I get an email saying, sorry, I, I have to reschedule. Like, yeah, yeah, like that would just be amazing. And then, you know, Oh, well, didn't get that email. So I guess I better, I better do a, my quick prep work and, and be ready yeah. to go. And then all right, better turn it on, like better game face on, like time to time yeah. to time to turn it on. And so, so yeah, knowing that, that people are listening, knowing that, that, you know, if, if you miss an episode, which I, I, I don't think, I, I think maybe I've, I actually did maybe miss a, a day on the normal routine uh, a few months back, which, which is, has almost never happened. Like I usually at least put something out or throw a best of out or something like that. But I think I might've missed a day and you get a couple of like, Hey, no podcast today. Like what, what's everything. Okay. You know, so <laughs> I love like, that. Yeah. people are less people do care people do notice yeah. um and that certainly helps to to keep you wanting to keep like not that i don't want to keep going but it just on those days when it's a struggle it's like all right i you know i'm i'm in it for the long haul i need yeah, to take exactly. that that next step today to keep keep moving so that two years from now i can look back at 2018 and be like god i was bad in 2018 <laughs> but like look at how look at how good i am now in 2020 well, it's so interesting because now I'm like a, a bit self-conscious because you are, you know, one of my oldest podcasting friends and you've listened to the show, you know, for, I, I imagine, quite some time. And I, I, I won't put you on a spot and ask you if you've listened to every single episode, but I know that you've commented enough to know that you're still listening. So I'm, I'm just curious, like, what have, have you seen any change in me and my delivery in my journey over the past four years? Um... Gosh, now I'd have to go back and think of of what I thought of the show back back in the in the day. I think I think the first episode. I, I will I will say you don't have to put me on the spot. I'll t- I have yeah. not listened to every episode, yeah, but okay. I think since I, I think I started listening or, or subscribed right about the time that you had Sarone on yeah, yeah. Um, the, the infamous. Oh, shit! I better go put a shirt on because you're doing video <laughs> uh, episode. <laughs> um, I think that's how I started it. Right? It was awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and so so I, I um you know that was about the time that I that I subscribed and started listening, and since then I've probably missed a handful. Like yeah. I, I I I pretty much listened to every episode since then, and you know I, I think that that nothing really stands out as far as as your delivery. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's improved. I'm, I'm sure if I went back and listened to some of those early, just like you would, you know, you'd be like, oh god, like all right, I, I was clunky there. I was I was yeah. rushing to get to the next question there, or whatever. But but you know while while nothing stands out to me as something that's changed. I'm sure it has, but then, then of course there's, there's some formatting, you know, the, the, the asking those two questions at the end, which wasn't part of, of yeah. the script at the beginning, yeah. you know, and being willing to, to try something, being willing to, to, to take a risk, you know, some of the, you know, and nothing really comes to mind, but I know there's been different, different, you know, trying a, a different recording system today yeah. and, and playing with different yeah. things, you know, just, just continuing to, to test different things out. And, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes things work. Sometimes as a listener, you have no idea 
that you tried something different exactly. or that, that you that you that you changed something up. And and even as the person that's on the other end of the call with you may not know, but you yeah. know that you're trying and yeah. you're you're evolving and, and trying to 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 push the boundaries a little bit and see what works. And some things do, some things don't. So so yeah, I, I can't you know I can't remember specifics from back then because that was three and a half years ago. And yeah. and I'm I'm you know I've listened to the Pardo episode, which is the most recent one I think that came out yeah. before recording this. So it's like th- those are the those newer episodes are fresh in my mind. Yeah, um, no, that's good. I think I, I mean it's just at the end of the day, I think um, well, I appreciate you being a long time listener. Um, it's like those radio stations, right? You're like first time first caller, time, long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, it's you know we're just always looking for different ways to improve. To your point, and because. Uh, it's mine is so meta that I'm it's a podcast where I'm talking to other podcasters. Um, you know, I, I do try to be the crash test dummy, like Pat Flynn likes to say, and and just test the new mic out. You know, we, I have this uh, the Shure MV51 that I thought was really cool when I when I got it. Shout out to Shure, who's also provided the SM7B that I'm speaking into right now. But the MV51, it's a tank, by the way. This is metal. This is <laughs> great, 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 um, great mic and i'm showing it on the screen for the benefit of the listener but it's not as convenient when i'm on the road so now i've been thinking out like i've tried to record in my phone and but they and they make another one that actually plugs straight into the, like the iphone that you just literally talk mm. into which is pretty cool so yeah just trying these different things because i'm traveling a lot going to conferences and it's hard to just maintain that schedule when you're traveling i think you need to find different ways to do that but i mean i, I appreciate you uh being a friend and, and being a fan of the show um because it's it's something that that means a lot, especially for people like us who've been podcasting for some time. Oh yeah, and and yeah, it, it really is one of those things you don't you don't necessarily realize. But like you know, I have people that have listened to the show since day one, and yeah. and I'll, I'll, I don't take that for granted. But every yeah. once in a while, I'm like, oh, you know, this is this, you know, I I did a best of episode just the other day, just because you know the way scheduling works and and you know trying to get people to line up with with recording it was like well i didn't have an interview for for this show so let's let's go back in the archives like oh you know most of you probably haven't listened to this but the few of you that have been around since day one you know this was Mm -hmm. this was 265 episodes ago so you've probably forgotten it so you know you you might you might enjoy listening to this one as well um but but yeah i mean you know it's 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 easy to get caught up in in the numbers game and like oh things are growing things are growing that's great but yeah, everybody, everybody has those those listeners that have been around since episode one or episode six or episode 15. Sure. And, you know, here you are, episode 100, 200, 300. And it's like, that means that that, that person is, has, you know, seen you, you grow, listen to you grow, listen to you evolve. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of humbling. Like it really, it really kind of is. is like, it's it pretty, pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. Really. It's, it's been interesting because sometimes I've, I've actually looked on my podcast player on i use overcast and sometimes i'm in the mood of, to listen to my friends it's, it's mm. funny because and, and people that i know like dave jackson we've hung out together and and and, and i'm like oh, i just want to hear like a friendly voice whose face i know who i've hung out with who's actually my friend who has a podcast you know mm-hmm. and so like we have we all have these friends that we know by face because we've hung out together and been friends for a long time and this there's something to be said for wanting to listen to something uh, that a friend made as opposed to someone that you're a fan of but you've never met the person so it's just kind of like this other person out there, this um, person, I guess you put on a podcasting pedestal, but I, I think I like to mix it up sometimes. And it's as we do more of this and we, as, as we are in the community more and more, we have more and more friends that are doing shows mm-hmm. and it's nice to have that, um, that, that every once in a while. So as we, as we close, close up the, the, the this episode, you probably know what the, what's coming. now. <laughs> so uh, I'll ask you what's something you've changed your mind about recently. Yeah, so um, I, I could get really meta here, you know, the, the, the podcasters about podcasters, and and 
um, since I knew this was coming, I've been thinking about it. I probably changed my mind about three or four times about what my answer was going to be to the question of what have you changed your mind about recently? (laughs) Um, But uh, I'll try to give a real answer. And, and, you know, but before that, I I do want to say that, that I try to change my mind about things a lot um, because I feel like the more you're learning and growing and, and, you know, testing new things, trying different things, you should be changing your mind or at least hopefully you're, you're learning some things that, that'll help you change your mind. So um, I used to kind of be in that, you know, this is how it's going to be mindset. And, and in the last few years, I've really tried to be more of, well, you know, try it, see what happens. And, and mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes your previous uh, suspicion or previous thought is confirmed. And sometimes you're like, well, all right, let's time to change the mind on that. So yeah. for, for me, most recently, at least I, I think the thing the most recently that, that is kind of a substantial change um, has been the idea of, of tracking inputs um, instead of worrying so much about the outputs. And, and for me, that's played out dietary wise. Okay. Um, I, I've been experimenting with myself on becoming more of a, of a fat adapted runner and kind of going low carb and, and high fat with, uh, with my diet. And, um, when I started it, I was just like, you know, I'm not going to get the app. I'm not going to track, track my macros. Like that's just way too much of a pain in the ass. It's going to turn me off on the whole idea of, of what I'm trying to do anyway. And I, I don't want to have to weigh everything that I eat or measure it all. Like I just want to, yeah. to eat, but you know, I'm going to shift, shift what I'm eating. And, um, it was going fine after a couple of months. And, and I, I just kind of, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it from a weight loss as that being a goal. But I expected that I was going to see a few pounds drop off, and I just wasn't. Like I was, everything was just staying the same, and so I, I was curious about if I, if the things that I was eating, if they were having kind of some sneaky carbs in them that I wasn't aware of, um, mm-hmm. and maybe I was having too many carbs for what I was trying to do. So I I downloaded an app and started tracking, and and it's still not the most joyous thing for me, but it's not as difficult as I thought it was going to be. And I've, I've changed my mind on the value of it because it's, I was able to see that it wasn't so much that I was having too many carbs, but that, um, because I was eating more fat, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the calories were still sky high. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was good in one sense that, that the foods I was eating were the ones that I should be eating, but maybe portion control needed to be, you know, mindless snacking. And so that's, that's kind of helped with that too. Is instead of just walking into the kitchen and grabbing, a spoonful of peanut butter or grabbing this or grabbing that that's that's that is low fat so it's on the diet but like those calories don't count because it wasn't a real meal it wasn't you know whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um by by tracking it and being aware and i think you know so often we get caught up on the outputs you know we get caught up on how many listeners we have how many subscribers we have mm-hmm. how much how you know how fast did i run the race how you know what whatever it might be um and it's easy to miss the inputs that you know how many tweets did i send out how many people have i connected with to, yeah, to promote exactly. the show to how many, how many workouts did I run? How well did I sleep last night? What's my diet been like? So tracking the inputs can be tedious and you can, you can get lost and do too much of that to where it becomes kind of analysis paralysis situation, but being aware of a little bit more aware of some of that input stuff can really has I've changed my mind about it's, it's still kind of a pain in the ass, but it's a good pain in the ass as opposed yeah. to being tedium, which is what I thought it was going to be going into it. Yeah, it's really important to put the work in because a lot of people complain that they're not getting the the benefits or the output. And then, you know, when you ask them, like in in marketing, you're like, how many calls did you make and how many mm-hmm. emails did you send out? And and how many times did you engage with people on LinkedIn? And how many times did you send a text to a friend or a Facebook message? Just like yeah, a friend of mine has this thing called Partnership Club and he teaches us the, the importance of referral networks. But it's like watering a plant, right? And mm-hmm. and it's like those people that send you a LinkedIn update when they lose their job in corporate world. And like, hey, we, Danny, we haven't spoken in three years, but I just wanted to say hi. And you're like, oh, you just <laughs> lost your job. Right, right. <laughs> so that's, that's really good that you mentioned that. Um, and then the second one, what's the most misunderstood thing about you? I, I think that the most misunderstood thing about me is that I am 
I am the introverts introvert. Um, like I, I, it's, it sounds harsher than it is, but it's somewhat true. Like, I don't like people. I don't like, like, <laughs> I like being around people in like a one-on-one yeah. or a small, you know, a handful of, you know, three, four or five people. Like that's cool. But being somewhere where you're, you're a networking function or, or even, even going to a con, like, I like going to, to conferences and things like that, but it's like, it's, it's too much. There's too, too many. And, and maybe it's kind of a podcasting problem. Cause I, you know, this gives me a chance to talk to one person and, and there's yeah. a screen between us. So it's not, it's not scary, but, but where that gets misunderstood is like people that, that quote unquote, know me in my real life. Um, they listen to the podcast. like, who is that guy? Like, where, where did that, like just the, the, the personality the, yeah. the like I said earlier, like put it on my podcast. Voice. Like I, I, it's not that I'm a different person, but it's a different angle of me that comes out in the show that comes out mm-hmm. in the live streams that comes out when I'm when I'm in my community and engaging with with my people and so I think that that if that there's very few people that know me all the way around you know my wife is probably the, the one that yeah. that knows me every 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 which every which way and she laughs you know like my, my in-laws were here uh last weekend and I did my my Friday night live stream and they were oh, like yeah. what what is he like who is that like what <laughs> and because they've never really seen that oh, side of funny. me like they, they don't listen to the show or whatever um but it's just like and she's like yeah that's just his podcasting voice like that's you know that's <laughs> it just is what it is um so i think that's misunderstood that that yeah. uh that I'm, I'm not as extroverted and bubbly as as sometimes i come across on on the audio and and you know it, it is what it is i just yeah. I, I need some time away sometimes uh, yeah we all need yeah we all have we need that time where we just wind down and uh we, we can't always be on or always be performing so i appreciate you sharing that so what's the best place for folks to track you down? Uh, and also another plug for the book. Yeah. So what one thing that hasn't changed since the first time we talked is everything is still Dizruns. So yeah. Dizruns.com and all, all of the social medias, the handle is just D-I-Z-R-U-N-S. And, um, you know, Facebook, like like we talked earlier, the Facebook group is Dizruns Tribe. Um, but yeah, Dizruns on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, those are definitely my my more preferred places that, where I hang out a bit more. Um, and then the book is Be Ready on Race Day. So be ready on race or on a on a Amazon location near you, you know, yeah. and just, uh, search for the book. And, uh, like I said, one click it, one click that Joker digital and, and, uh, hard copy paperback. So whatever your preference, it's, and, it's there. and if you're, uh, listening and you're a runner and, and, uh, you want to have a conversation with Diz runs, then, uh, then he will be more than happy to have you on the show. As uh, I imagine you're always on the lookout for new guests. Yeah. Oh, and I guess I should plug the podcast too, right? Diz Runs Radio. So I mean, I'm talking to podcasters, so people. I, I guess yeah. I assume that they know, but yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever podcast app of choice. Just you know, if you just search Diz Runs. It, it it's it's about the only one that'll pop up. And uh, yeah. let me know what you think. And and like I said, don't go back and listen to the first 150. Although I think they've probably fallen off of most of the feeds, so I don't yeah. have to worry about that. Like where you're gonna where you're gonna find is is around episode 300 probably on most of the feeds. So they're they're halfway decent from that point yeah. forward at least. The latest and the greatest. Well, Danny, thank you for being a, a longtime friend, a longtime listener, a longtime fellow podcaster. So much shared history, and I can't wait to uh, have you on again, and and you know, in the future when we, we sh- celebrate another milestone, when you, maybe when you hit uh, a thousand, because <laughs> you're well on your way. You're already past the five hundred mark, so it's been so much fun watching your journey um, and just having you along for the the ride for for mine. And so uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of good things for both of us in the future. Yeah, I, I appreciate uh, being a one of the the handful of of uh, second timers, and uh, yeah. you know who knows, some point would love to come back and be a be in the third time club. But uh, thanks for the time, Harry, and and always appreciate uh, having a chance to chat with you. So thanks again to Danny for that trip down memory lane. It's always nice to catch up with friends, and I love the opportunity of having the podcast as an as a vehicle for me to do that. 
Intro and outro music composed by Cedar and Soil. Full show notes for this episode. We always find nuggets of wisdom in our quotes, in our timestamps, in our summaries, and any links mentioned that we talked about. That's all inside the show notes goodness at podcastjunkies.com forward slash 169. Stay tuned next week. I've got a great conversation with William Hung. If the name sounds familiar, it's because you are probably an American Idol fan. He is the host of a new podcast about uh, facing your fear, and we connected at PodFest. I was really surprised to see him there, uh, given I'd watched the first couple of episodes of that show. And it's nice to see him reaching a new audience. So we had an interesting conversation, and he was nice enough to come on the show. So that's, that's 170 next week. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we're putting together a case study of folks interested in a program to help you launch your podcast. So if you're interested, the only thing you have to do is actually send an email to harry at Podcast Junkies with the word case study in the subject line or in the body, and we'll follow up with details. If you haven't signed up already, our newsletter is available through podcastjunkies.com forward slash eight tools, and it's a download of the eight tools that I've used to launch Podcast Junkies recently updated with some of the coolest stuff that I've used to help launch the show. So I thought you might enjoy that podcastjunkies.com forward slash eight tools. And if you made it this far, the retention hashtag is run with Denny. That's hashtag run with Denny. And you can tag Denny at disruns. That's D-I-Z. R-U-N-S, and us at podcast underscore junkies. Thanks for all you do to support the show and have a fantastic week.